Welcome back to Happiness Now. And now it's time for this week's chat with Narayani and Shurjo. This one may be our longest episode yet because this is obviously a big one for people. Can you talk about the keys to having joyful, lasting, in-sync relationships? Yeah, that is a big one, isn't it? The end result of any relationship is for it to teach us unconditional love. If I have that clarity that this relationship or any relationship is to teach me unconditional love, I'm going to go about this relationship very differently. But when I go about it as if like this relationship owes me something or most people don't even think about what a relationship should be, it becomes so haphazard. Then you just go with whatever you like or you dislike in that moment. And then at sometimes people are good to you, sometimes they're not so good to you. But when it's all about unconditional love then that relationship has such a clear focus and then you start thinking okay this is what i'm going to end up needing to do now in order to get to unconditional love which is not easy you just start first with you know the simplest things start with conditional love but there has to be some tying force to any relationship which in most cases just doesn't exist narayani and i did a um would sometimes do like this experiment with the pendulum um I'm trying to show people the power of thoughts especially when we talk about relationships and so we'd have somebody come over you'd have a pendulum on top you take everyone in the room just say you know send positive thoughts to this person and you just see the pendulum you know really start swinging in these large just um clockwise circles and then we'd say all right now stop now send out you know negative energy and you just see immediately the pendulum start swinging in anti clockwise circles and it was just to help us see that how do i even think about people the relationships not so much even like how what i'm doing outwardly how do i perceive this person and often especially in a husband wife relationship we're just complaining in our minds all the time it's such a negative toxic thought process that we bring they don't do this they didn't do that they didn't appreciate me here they don't and that negativity we just don't realize it's seeping into that relationship it's completely defining that relationship that pendulum's moving by every thought you put out so the first most basic thing is how in your mind do you perceive this person and if it's even slightly negative you have to make a big effort to start shifting that energy forget what the outward thing looks like first start moving your own thought about that person and then also what's the relationship with yourself i mean we are constantly expecting things from other people we keep our standards so high of how they should behave with us but are we ourselves meeting and performing those things that we are expecting from other people and this is when judgment comes in and we are so quickly to judge other people rather than stop and analyze ourselves am i able to provide to that person to provide to myself what i expect other people should do and should behave towards me so in a sense everything starts with the relationship that we develop within ourselves i mean imagine what shurjo was saying 
all the negative thoughts that we are sending to other people. But when those thoughts are reversed and keep coming towards ourselves, I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm not, you know, whatever it is, and we are constantly talking to us in that way. I mean, imagine the damage, the, the psychological damage we are doing to ourselves. So sometimes we can be our worst enemies or our best friends. We need to take responsibility of our own actions, of our own thoughts, and that really, this is what means to take care of yourself. It's just to take care of how you perceive yourself daily. What are the kind of encouraging thoughts and ideas and how you perceive yourself? That makes an impact, an effect in the person also that you are living with. So start by caring about yourself, by treating you nicely. And then it will be easier to treat in the same way to those people you are working with and you are living with. So again, taking responsibility for your own actions matters tremendously. On a personal note, if that's okay with you, you guys have been married for eight years and you guys seem so in sync and so in love, of course, <laughs> but you also seem like best friends. You've also mentioned how like friendship is the highest the relationship, highest. form of relationship. Um, I think we're fortunate in one very specific and very kind of primary way, which is we have a common goal. That's another thing about relationships. You can be a husband and wife, but you don't know what your common goal is together. For some, it is a family, their children, and for a while that holds. But after a while, then it's, oh, but also me. And we think about people need to fulfill us. Right? I mean, that's what a relationship means to most of us. Is like, they're there to fulfill or to fill a need of mine. And so when you approach a relationship from lack, you will receive lack. Lack attracts lack. When you yourself are complete, and for us, because we're seeking something that's so much greater than either of our two egos and the little demands that the ego has, it becomes very easy for us to do that. But if you create any common goal, we often tell people, do you have any project where both of you kind of can work together towards? If you don't have a common larger goal, create small common goals and see what it takes to work when both of you have the same intention. That itself is hard. Imagine if you don't have the same intention, which most relationships tend to have. So for Narayani and me, it's not been easy. Even having so many of these aspects in place, it's never easy because if you take any two people and put them in a room, there'll be a difference of opinion, there'll be a difference of approach, there are different personalities. Narayani and I are poles apart when our personalities, but for us, because we're united in our service to our guru, in that intention to merge into a, that greater reality, these smaller eddies, these smaller whirlpools that otherwise would have power on their own, just kind of get swept away in that flow. And sometimes we enter into relationships assuming we are in people's lives to teach them. 
rather than to learn from them. And I think when we start any kind of relationship, if our attitude towards the person we are about to meet or spend time with or start any project relationship, if we open ourselves and start already from the very beginning creating a bridge, let's see what can I learn from you. I'm open, I have no expectation, and I'm excited to get to know you, to see how God flows through you, to see what God is going to teach me. That attitude, you are already creating bridges between the other person without you saying anything, with you explaining anything, but just a sense of openness, complete openness to just learn from that person. And intuitively, the other person's soul knows that you are already offering a hand that helps to the other person to melt right away if you really want to attract good friends just open you know go into that room and say god you know let's see through whom you are going to share your love with me to teach me something and and be joyful in that process we have mentioned this word before but but joy brings magnetism Joy brings opportunities. A joyful person, person, wherever he goes, he will always attract friends. So start by you first offering that friendship. Experiment with that. To further this, would you lead us into a meditation? All right, let's... we go into this meditation around relationships, as always, we're going to sit upright. We're going to lift up our gaze gently. We're going to focus especially on our heart. And just see, what all expectations does your heart hold? What is it that you're looking for from a relationship? Is there emptiness inside you that you feel somebody else can fill? Now, using the power of our breath, which is just a soothing balm, begin to start breathing into your heart. As you breathe in, feel your heart center expand, larger even than your body. And as you breathe out, Focus on one person who you can direct this energy to and feel that flow like a channel of light from your heart to theirs. Again, inhale into your heart. Feel it expanding even greater this time. So full is it. Then exhale gradually. This time channel it to somebody else. Let's do this once more. Grow your heart with the inhalation. Share your heart with the exhalation. Now see what that feels like, the three people you chose, or perhaps you want to focus just on one. What is it? 
that binds you in this relationship. It's not expectation. It's always been love. Love given and love received. Focus on that love and ask yourself, how much love do you share? And know that you can come back to this moment again and again each time you feel slighted, hurt. Come back into your heart, breathe into it. Share that love and you will see, little by little, that you are so full of love that all you want to do is give it and share it. And whenever you are ready, open your eyes and become that love to the next person you meet. Yogananda gave a specific technique to work with those these harmonious relationships that are difficult to, to harmonize and to, you know, dilute whatever misunderstanding has happened between us. He said, repeat this word, these words, Lord, feel, and you say the name of that person in your mind. Lord, feel this person with peace and harmony peace and harmony. You repeat this 10 times, visualizing his soul, his face, his personality, his energy. Then you say, Lord, fill me with peace and harmony, peace and harmony. Repeat this for three times. While you are repeating this, Visualize you and that person facing each other. And there is a thread of light that connects your heart with his or her. And while you are repeating this, visualize that that light holds you both together tightly. Okay? So if you repeat this process five to seven times throughout the day, within a week, you will see amazing results and interactions between you and the person you are having some sort of disharmony. Please stay in the stillness for as long as you like. We'll see you in our next chat whenever you're ready.